Everybody, welcome to our new podcast. Would you stay tuned? This is Marvin. I'm here with our usual host, Sarah, Dan, and Ricardo. Hey, everybody. What are you guys doing? Hey. Are you doing? <sighs> I don't know, dude. I don't know how I feel about myself. <laughs> and, uh, I do a bad know. idea, Marvin. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to break bad because we don't know what we're doing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how hello, I feel. everyone. Uh, hello. I'm happy to be here. Well, the point of Would You Stay Tuned is that, hey, we talk about shows and movies and stuff all the time. We were thinking, hey, what if one of us who really likes a show tries to show it to someone else by having them watch the pilot of that show? And then they watch the episode and then we see, would you stay tuned? Haha, uh-huh, hence the name of the podcast. Because, you know, if they really like the pilot, maybe they want to keep watching, you know. And this week we're watching Breaking Bad, which is probably my favorite show of all time. Maybe I, that's probably going to fluctuate over time, but I really like Breaking Bad. Uh, and, sure. and out of everyone here, Solid. Ricardo's the only one who hasn't seen it, I think. Correct? Um, that's correct. I did it on purpose. <laughs> and you did it on purpose. Just yeah. despite everyone. I you, have seen all of Breaking Bad. Yes. So Sarah's seen all of Breaking Bad. I have seen all of Breaking Bad. And I believe Dan has also seen all of Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, I've seen all of Breaking Bad, though I did not continue all the way through Better Call Saul. Yes. So Sarah and I have also seen all, all of Better Call Saul, but mm-hmm. that's neither here or there. Because today, all we're talking about is the pilot. Uh, and I think... It's a pretty solid pilot. I don't know. It's one of the things that hooked me into the show was that the pilot in and of itself is kind of like a great short film. And it's great on its own, I think. It's well, action-packed, okay. that's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, you introduced the show to me by simply showing me the pilot. Right, that's true. I think it was in San Diego, right? In Mission Beach, when we were at someone's house or something. And I was like... Uh, maybe, yeah, I forget. Yeah. But yeah, like you expl- use explicitly, you know, just say, hey, watch this pilot. It's very good. <laughs> and, you know, we did a little would you stay tuned right then and there. <laughs> it's true. Ooh. This is an old concept. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I guess uh, we'll we'll save impressions for a bit later. But I guess I can go start off by just going, going to the plot of the pilot, right? It's actually pretty simple. So basically, Walter White, down on his luck, maybe like lower middle class high school chemistry teacher who is secretly a genius. Yeah. And is, is, it is he? Wait, 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 wait. Don't spoil anything, dude. Because I don't no, know he's a genius. No, but in the episode, he even see on the wall, it says looks co- contribution award. to Nobel Prize for chemistry. Yeah, so, but that's, but you said secretly a genius. I think it's pretty. Yeah. I think maybe like a low key. He's, he's like a low key genius. Like, like he's definitely like super smart at it, but he clearly hasn't reaped the rewards of it with his life. He's not being utilized correctly. Yeah. He Cause he's overqualified like qualified for where he is. He's hyper overqualified to be a high school chemistry teacher. And it's kind of odd. And he has, yeah. you know, kind of like a very like mundane home life. Like, you know, it's his 50th birthday starts off with that. Oh, wait, I have a question. So what time frame is this supposed to be? To, is this like early 2000s, 90s? What are we? I think I it's early the- 2000s. Because everyone still uses flip phones. Right. So, yeah. so, so it I, must be early to th- I'm trying to think if there's any kind of reference to like what's going on. I'm sure the, the show has like a specific like way of 
making sure everything is period accurate. But I don't know if we explicitly know, like we don't see like a calendar that says 2004 or something. I'm guessing it must be early 2000s. Yeah, like they the still have one thing I say would be the biggest tell for now. Yeah, and there's like other minor tells, like they still have like a desk side like alarm clock, you know, so, which is like pretty when, retro. when was this film? Because I guess it was current day for the time that it released, right? Yeah, I think they tried to keep it current day for when it released and it sort of just stayed in that time period. It first first was made in 2008, or that's when it released. Okay. So, so they, yeah, that makes sense. So then like early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, uh, he is, I think it's pretty explicit in the episode. Uh, this is all it's taking very place. Explicit. You see titties. <laughs> yes, actually. Uh, there's actually a few things like that that were cut out of the, this isn't what we watched was not the broadcast release. It was the uh, original full boo. pilot. <laughs> so in the mm. broadcast release, they cut out a few things. I think the boobs are one of them. One of the other things they took out was the scene where he's on the Stairmaster and he looks at the Nobel Prize contributor prize. Why they take that scene out? I'm not sure. <laughs> They're like, maybe, we got to lose just for time. Scenes, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I guess it's not necessarily super important in the very first episode. Yeah. Yeah. And then potentially also, like, yeah, it also opens up <laughs> questions because how could a Nobel yes. prize contributor not be doing better at a company somewhere. Um, that's believable to me because how yeah. many stories do you hear in this that's economy true. where people are just like not Oh yeah, being... and like, and yes. how much of a guarantee is it that you know yeah. contributing yeah. to one single project will? Yeah, absolutely. And for it's sure true get that like he could have been like maybe very good at one point, but maybe some event happened and that he's down on his luck now. So that could have all been a thing. Uh, okay. We don't know. That's not in the pilot. All we do know is that it's his 50th birthday. His wife is worried about his cholesterol. So she makes him veggie bacon. And it's sad. <laughs> and their son, uh, this is the only mild spoiler I'll say, because uh, he's the breakfast champion. Uh, and of course, his very first scene where he appears he loves is breakfast. him eating breakfast. Yep. Which just- is like, <laughs> and it's him hating the breakfast his mom has made for him. Uh, uh, he doesn't like turkey bacon. He's like, fuck this shit. Was it turkey bacon in the yeah, episode? It was turkey bacon. Or veggie, veggie bacon. Veggie, veggie it might have been veggie bacon. Or yeah, I think it was veggie yeah. bacon. Because yeah. turkey bacon at least tastes like meat. Veggie yeah, bacon t- tastes kind of tastes gross. <laughs> um, now, yeah. I have questions already. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Sarah said that that's, it's not... Well, it's more like people that are really, really smart. Yeah, I agree. Like they, mm-hmm. they may not get good jobs sometimes. Mm-hmm. But this guy could relate his 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 skill set to bombs and the government loves bombs <laughs> so this guy should be working for the government you know what i mean he should be but for some reason he's not did they explain true. it mm-hmm. not in this pilot okay. not in this pilot but we don't get to know in this pilot why it happens got it got it we got just it. know that for some reason he's like this um, yeah and he seems to resent his position right like it seems like yeah. he he understands that he's not being utilized to his full potential yeah and and sure. financially he's definitely strapped because you know he's clearly a great teacher um all all the kid like the kids who are paying attention are actually like wow your 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 little presentation is really cool yeah um and then the dickhead (laughs) kid is the one who's the only one who's really not paying attention i love how this is really a testament to like the really horrible healthcare (laughs) system Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing. Know, inherent this, to the this, entire show. This show could only exist in America. In America. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is very true. It's, the funny part is there is a spinoff of Breaking Bad where I think it takes place in Columbia or something. And it's called Metastasis. And 
it still happens there. And in fact, a lot of the episodes, they copy the exact same episodes shot for shot. And I think people do uh, like argue that some of these episodes don't make any sense in the context of it being in a different country. In a country hmm. that has universal like health care. Okay, so you said spin off a second ago, Columbia but you mean like a localized version, right? Yeah, they localize it for Yeah, Columbia. I don't know if they do, but uh, like no. maybe health care that's more accessible than America? I don't know. No. But- no, I, cocaine, I think maybe, cocaine is accessible. If you're looking for cocaine. <laughs> I, I have to, I have to double check where the Breaking Bad spinoff or like, uh, like metastasis anyway, this came can from, be boiled but. down to American healthcare sucks. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is essentially a yeah. It is definitely from Colombia. Um, and I think the Colombian version might lean into the fact that they're they're generally dealing with a huge uh, poverty gap. I think that's might be kind of where it comes from. But but basically in this show because he's he's still poor in this show so he has to also work at a fucking uh, he's, poor. he's 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 working class working class yes, yes. Class. No, it's, uh, you think he owns upper, a home I know I said he's lower middle class I would oh say. okay well but think of of when this was oh, so think 2000s. of a couple of things uh, location Albuquerque yeah. it's true and yeah. and time. So yeah, it was easy to buy a house. Hell, it was easy. And, to buy they, a house and they had, they had I mean, written they this. have a car. They have food. I would, I would definitely say like lower middle class type yeah. situation. But you know, but definitely right. like paycheck to paycheck. paycheck. Yeah, paycheck. I mean, clearly paycheck. Yeah, clearly paycheck, paycheck, paycheck yeah. to paycheck because Skyler. Skyler doesn't work. Yeah, and they showed yeah. later in the episode yeah. that she kind of doesn't seem to ever work at all because she's sort of like writing short stories and is thinking that might be her career. And her sister kind of like not bluntly goes, do you think anyone cares about your short stories? I uh, forgot that's where Skylar started. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, want it, Skylar's life. That sounds awesome <laughs> to just stay home and write short stories and, and be prego. And <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then Walt, you know, it's, he gets a surprise birthday party and it turns out his brother-in-law. So, uh, Skyler's brother? Skyler's Skyler. I can't no, think no. of Skyler. I can't think of Skyler without thinking of Good Will Hunting. <laughs> well, you don't want to hear about my childhood, Skyler. <laughs> well, it's Marie is Skyler's sister, and Marie is married to Hank. Oh, that's right. I, I, yeah, thought, I, I, thought, that. I thought he was her Oh, uh, like our brother the or something? DA was the brother guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's the other way around. He's Marie is her in-law. sister. Uh, yeah. And then, gotcha. um, yeah. And uh, yeah, he, yeah he, he's he's the most like stereotypical alpha male man <laughs> in the episode. Very and, much a bro. Yeah, yeah, he's super bro, and he's even like you know he's like being super like reckless. He's like showing off his gun to to, to Walt Junior. By the way, Walt Junior just to like throw another complication in their family. He has cerebral palsy, so right. Walt Junior has like mobility issues. So that makes their life even more difficult and there's a during the party hank turns on the tv to watch his own dea bust celebration on the news and walt kind of goes huh i kind of want to know what that's like how much money they seized in the in the bust yes yes Mm -hmm. so then you get that then basically he goes on a ride along on the ride along while they do the busting they notice uh, they they rush in, leaving Walt alone in the car, and then Walt notices a dude jumping out the window behind a buck naked lady, and that dude is Jesse. Jesse being one of his old students, and Jesse turns out to be a meth dealer. Walt, because he is very very uh savvy, tracks Jesse down, says, "I want to cook meth with you," and that's essentially the whole how the whole operation starts. They like buy an RV, uh, they do all this. 
based do all this preparation. It turns out Walt is a genius with chemistry. So the meth he makes is hyper pure. And Jesse decides to sell it to his contacts and gets busted because his old friends who were captured by the DA already got out and they suspect that Jesse is the one who ratted them out. So they get into a hostage situation in the RV and Walt using his chemistry wits. So it's very character based creates mm-hmm. red phosphorus to smoke everyone to death. He puts a mask on Jesse to make sure he survives. And Walt manages to just rush out into the desert with the RV. And that's how it cooks up. There's a wildfire that starts. Yeah, it starts a wildfire because one of the idiots tossed a cigarette out and into the bushes. And they rush out with the RV. And that connects back to the cold opening of the pilot, where for some reason, Walt was shirtless, pantsless, holding a gun, confessing stuff on a tape, and uh, is about to shoot cops as they approach him. Now we know why. It's because he, the reason he was naked is because he didn't want to smell up his clothes when cooking meth. Mm-hmm. And the I reason- love that little character detail. But yeah, yeah. He, he, brought, yeah. he brings the hangers and he's like, yeah, he has his own hangers. His yeah. outside. <laughs> he's super I meticulous. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and uh, the show is really good with that. With setting up yeah, these lots of little details. Details. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out it's not the cops. It's, of course, the fire department. So why wouldn't it be? Walt has overthought it. So Walt puts the gun away. He basically saves Jesse. And I guess they gathered the money they were going to get by selling it to the drug dealers. He literally launders it. And then he comes home and fucks his wife. <laughs> and there's With a lot of other... vigor. Yes. <laughs> to the point where his wife oh, is like... <laughs> the best line ever. The best line ever. <laughs> Where Walt goes, or no, no, Skylar goes, Walt, is that you? Because she's never se- felt it that big that before. Was the <laughs> best. I died. That was literally the best line and, uh, ever. And that's supposed to well, juxtapose. Well, well you, you it's didn't, almost like you he's mention, a different person. Right? You didn't mention. Yeah. You didn't mention earlier that that on his birthday. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I was about to mention the juxtaposition. Is that they 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 do a lot of like show this version, then see another version. So the first version they show is on his birthday, he gets a very lazy hand job from his wife. And while she's like, I don't know what she's doing on the she's computer. She's like on a computer doing, like, she's, she's like, not working. I don't know what she's doing. She's, she's like, doing like clicking stocks. Around. I don't know what she's, she's doing. She's selling her things on eBay. Is that yeah. what she's doing? Is that yeah, what she's yeah. doing? Oh. She's selling things on eBay. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. Okay. Okay. So she's selling stuff on eBay. And, you know, and it's just like a very lazy, just Walt gets a lazy Is that, hand job. Would, would anybody, I mean, a hand job's a hand job. So maybe it's okay. It's, yeah. it's serviceable. Yeah. For He's just. I, but that implies that that's the best he gets for his birthday. And normally he- it's pretty sad. <laughs> I mean, you could just get nothing. So, I mean. oh, we missed a huge biggest part or I missed the biggest part. Uh, the reason why Walt is suddenly compelled Duh. to become a meth yeah. dealer because while he works at the car wash, he yeah. suddenly collapses. Well, he's been it. having this ongoing cough, right? And you, yeah, you throughout the whole episode, he's been having a cough. something health-wise is looming. Yeah, and he just collapses, goes to the hospital. Somehow, very quickly, they and diagnose- And also somehow without notifying Skylar? Yeah. <laughs> Even, like, they kind of wave it off by saying, oh, I don't want to tell anybody. But that's not, it's kind of impossible in the medical system to. Yeah, I would think not, but it's all right. Um, it's all right. But yeah, yeah, it's, there's a little bit of d- disbelief there, but basically a doctor in a very fancy office tells him he has inoperable lung cancer. So Walt has a ticking clock. So he, he mm-hmm. could die any day, which is why he decides to break bad, as Jesse says, uh, and starts. 
So like that happens within like a couple hours because he yeah. gets yeah. home on time and she, yeah. she didn't I say, know it's oh you're, says, you're yeah, a little late you know <laughs> yeah he's like oh uh, during this whole day I, I collapsed went in an ambulance was in the hospital got cancer and back home for dinner that's probably like, the least <laughs> believable part of the episode where that all got resolved in a few hours uh, yeah, yeah I would say so yeah but you know but the, the show the episode itself is like Look, a break they had to, it's, it's the pilot they had to yeah. zoom through it you know there's a lot to set up right away and yeah. uh, they they got to it. Uh, so but yeah, I, mean, but that's I, I actually love how this show. Not only does this show, um, you know, it touches on our health. It, it touches on like major issues that Americans face. I think, which is healthcare. The fact that he's a teacher and has to work two jobs, like uh, meth quality. Of, yeah, meth quality, and how we're not getting pure <laughs> stuff anymore. <laughs> Uh, it also, no, I think, I think it's also like a good detail that like, yeah. like, like again, before, like I, I point out, they do a lot of juxtaposition. So right. like, uh, there's an earlier scene where you see like, um, Walt Jr. He's like getting out of the car mm-hmm. and Walt literally kind of abandons him to walk into the school quickly. He tells no, him, you, wait, wait, is that your read on it? Is he I goes, abandoned I, him? I goes, Are you good? And then he goes, yeah, I'm good. And then Walt just rushes into the school. That's not my read on it at all. That's interesting that you, my read on it is that he's in high school. He's driven to school by his dad who that works as well. There. That as and, well. And, you know, he's giving him this space. I think they had a prior agreement that like, I don't need help. I don't really want to see that could be with t- you. Yeah. And that was my read of it is like, you know, he's a teenager and he just doesn't want to encourage bullies even more so by being seen with his dad and needing more help than he right. actually needs. That was my read of the scene, which is so fascinating that you saw it as like well, Walt rushing off. Well, I think in neither case, it's a really good juxtaposition to later where after Walt has gotten the cancer diagnosis, he goes out to buy pants with Walt Jr. And some dudes, some jocks in the background start making fun of Walt Jr. because he has to use crutches. And Walt looks like he, this is why I think of running away. Because in this scenario, it also looks like Walt is running away. He goes straight out the back door. So you think, in my mind. He's got to get a good position. Well, in my mind, it makes it seem like, (laughs) oh, he's doing the same thing what he did before, which is he kind of rushes away. Wow. We have such different reads on that scene. What did you guys think? I, I thought the same thing. You thought the same thing as me or Marvin? I'm Marvin. Really? Well, yeah, because it, it, it it's like they had set it up from the car, the car for when he first left them. Like, no, but at the reason for him leaving, I felt it was more like he wanted to. They wanted to give each other space. Like they had prior arrangement. Like, okay, yeah, but, you know, then, I don't want to be seen but, with you, but then, Dad. But like, then the first, the, then the setup doesn't work out for that second like misdirect. Whereas well, if go ahead. Well, I I more saw it as like. Again, reinforcing he's with his parents in this store buying clothes. And because he's with them, they think he's like a baby or a child, you know? So it was co- more like wanting, that, yeah. wanting the separation yeah. of like, not yeah. being seen yeah. with his dad in public when you're like a teenager, you know? Because um, I, I think maybe I'm putting myself in it because I know like if I ever got dropped off to school by <laughs> high school, like I hated it. It was so embarrassing. Like I didn't want to be dropped off to school by my parents. Or being or be seen by them, 
be seen with them. Wow, I never had that feeling at all. I never had that feeling either. Oh, yeah, I had that feeling for sure. Wow, like, you really I hate was... your parents. No, wow. no, it's not. It's not <laughs> Sarah, hate. Sarah, it's just... Sarah confirmed for parent hater. No, yeah. no. It's just when you're a teenager, when you're fucking in high school or, you know, middle school or whatever, or high, you know, you want to be cool. You don't want to be with your parents, your mom, and this. And I never like, felt that way. <laughs> your dad. No, I, I definitely felt that way. So I guess that's why I felt that's how that scene was, was like, you know, don't Probably give the, the one bullies who another chance. Sarah, I do think it's a common experience. Yeah. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think, Dan? Did you think the same read? I didn't same? necessarily uh, think of the like pairing of the scenes like Marvin did, but um, I don't know. It's 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 almost like Walt feels freer to engage with the world to defend his son in the way Weird. he wants to. Yeah, like, like it's like he. Yeah, it's like. I don't care what my son thinks anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It it could even almost be like that where it's like, yeah, I'm just going to like get my justice now. Fuck what Walt thinks. Yeah. Because just to wrap up what happens in that scene, it looks like he runs out the back door and Skylar is left with Walt Jr. And he's kind of like, it's okay. Just ignore the bullies. We'll buy your pants. And then Walt suddenly appears in the front door and beats the shit out of the chalk guy. And uh, it's just like kind of unbelievable almost that he's suddenly that bold. And you kind of wonder where it all comes from, uh, which which I think is really fascinating. I think also one minor thing, which is not really, again, not a spoiler, but I thought for someone who like rewatches the pilot after having seen the whole thing, it's really interesting that him sitting in the pool area in the back, he does that the whole series. When he's yeah, like he thinking, he sits there or th- and throws matches or he spins something. And I think that's really interesting that that was set up from the very ep- first episode. That that's it's a, the w- it's a good character build. You know, yeah, the writers yeah. definitely understood how to build interesting characters. And well, this was all um, entirely Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan wrote the pilot by himself. Yeah. Oh. He, yeah, he also wrote Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Gilligan yeah, and, and Gilligan's Island. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, of X Files and Hancock fame. Uh, he wrote uh, Hancock. Th- this and Hancock came out the same year, by the way. <laughs> yes, it did. So, he oh was, man, I, I, what a what a wait, banger of a year! <laughs> wait, do you, I think I think Hancock is is amazing. I think I personally think Hancock is has a lot of good ideas. I That's think Hancock I think. is as close to one of the best Superman movies that we never got. Oh, I yeah. It, if, if you're trying to have like Superman with problems movie, yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think the way they explain why the thing happens at the end is really dumb with the whole, you can't be too close to this person or this thing happens plot. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was really like a massive coincidence and pretty contrived. Uh, but I like the general way it's handled. I think casting Will Smith actually was a good choice because yeah. at that point he was kind of like, I'm not really doing that much with my career right now. And, uh, it sort of mirrored the way the character was working. Uh, well, but yeah. he wasn't he wasn't working on his marriage apparently. <laughs> he wasn't married. Oh, so. oh well, uh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Hancock was came out and was financially a, a bomb, and so was Breaking Bad. It did not do well what? at all. Yeah. Well, uh, neither neither did Mad Men, which was on the yes, same that's channel. True. Yeah, a and lot think, of AMC shows were slow burns. Yeah, yeah. and and mm-hmm. and I think AMC had like the balls to be like. No, we're, we're going to let them play out and then figure yeah, it out. Which I really respect. The only, sh- the, the, I think the first show of theirs that that didn't, like it was like a hit immediately was Walking Dead. Yeah. When Walking yeah. Dead come mm-hmm. out, they were like, instant hit, we're making tons of money. Mad Men, Breaking Bad, when they came out, they were kind of like, 
no one's really watching this except on reruns on, on oh, Netflix. But now they're like yeah. so culturally important. Which is yeah. so interesting that that's and what happens when maddening. you just let a show kind of yeah. cook and marinate, um, which I think is great. And yeah, and, and it was also, we're not going to talk about the other episodes, but this season was also a shortened season because the writer, there was a writer strike. And uh, they just they just couldn't finish. How the many season. seasons? What I'm sorry. How many episodes was this first season? I think it was six. If I remember oh, that's correctly, it? yeah, yeah. Oh, I, wow. I think season one was yeah. It, no, sorry, it's seven. It was seven episodes. Yeah, and they could have done a full. I think they were wanting to do a full thirteen. Wow. Um, and uh, just didn't work out because of the writer strike, which. If you watch the rest of the show, you know that makes a huge difference. It's actually. interesting. We just got out of a writer strike. <laughs> yeah, we just we just finished a writer strike at a you know not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I have a very funny story I want to tell about my first you mean introduction. To, oh. Yeah, I do. I have. I'm, I'm my own. You shaking baby. Your local. Yeah. I'm your local Heisenberg. Um, so my introduction to Breaking Bad happened in. Uh, 2012 i want to say and it was when i got into grad school oh (laughs) i got into grad school and our grad school set up a i guess a facebook group or a facebook group yeah yeah yeah, they set up a facebook group for all the incoming students so that we could all you know find each other school set it up i think it was one of our incoming classmates were so excited that somebody did or i don't know how they got the list of names of the incoming class i think they asked and we had never met each other yet and Mm. school hadn't started yet but prior to that they set up a facebook group or whatever and I was able to see all of my incoming classmates who I was going to meet. So it was the perfect opportunity to, you know, do some investigating, scroll <laughs> around, see who are these people I'm going to spend the next three years with. <laughs> and one of those people was Marvin Choi <laughs> and, <laughs> and his profile photo and probably the only photo I could find of him was of this weird kind of artistic man in a hat. It was like black and white, I think. (laughs) All right. And that was the only photo. And I I didn't know who this person was. And I wanted to find out who it was because Marvin, I thought it was so strange. I couldn't find any photos of him. I didn't, his Facebook was like very private, except for this one black and white photo, which I learned was Heisenberg, from Breaking Bad. I don't know what Heisenberg is. Heisenberg, oh, that's fine. That's okay. fine. That's fine. Heisenberg. <laughs> a character that will come up, essentially. And so it was Heisenberg from Breaking Bad. And that, because I discovered it was Heisenberg from Breaking Bad, I had not watched Breaking Bad yet at that point. I had heard about it, but I had not yet started watching it. And so because of that profile photo, I thought, <laughs> I want to be cool. And <laughs> when I get to school, I want to know... And be able to talk to this guy because clearly he likes this Heisenberg's guy and he has no other photos. So maybe I should watch this Breaking Bad show. <laughs> and that's how I started watching Breaking Bad was because of Marvin's profile photo on Facebook of Heisenberg. <laughs> and now, wait, I does that mean it. you started watching the show solely off the photo or were you at least corresponding with him? No, I, I, I we didn't I talk until we met. We in class. didn't talk until we met in <laughs> class, but I had done some research. I was like, what is this photo i don't know and i learned that it was someone named heisenberg but, and but it was why, why, did you, why did you pick what this, motivated you why did you pick the picture the picture 
Like everyone else had just regular pictures. Yeah, everyone else just had regular. Well, I I was confused as to why this guy decided to <laughs> have this very um, anonymous illustration. And I couldn't find any photos of him. Like, I, I didn't know what he looked like at all. You know, because I was creeping. We were all creeping. You know, we were trying to uh, see we were all who creeping. we <laughs> Yeah, I think <laughs> saying we're all creeping, creeping is a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like everybody a, creeps. Everybody creeps. You man. get a yeah, list, true, true, but you know true. what everybody I mean? Like, you get a bit. list of all of your classmates that you're going to meet in the next couple right, of months. Right. I'm literally moving across the country to go spend 20, almost 20 hours a day with these people for the next three years i want to know i want to know who they are and marvin inspired me to start breaking bad because i wanted to be able to talk to him about it because (laughs) i thought he loves it so much to put it as his profile picture i should start it so that's how i started watching breaking bad because of you yeah i i (laughs) i do like it a lot i mean uh not to like self-plug again but uh the, the you feature all about f- it well the you feature film we it. made together uh a night's tour a lot of the shooting style actually was kind of based on stuff that i liked from breaking bad i liked how breaking bad doesn't actually use natural light in fact it's very very like i think it's mo- kind of mostly on a set yeah yeah all the houses are in sets all yeah. the interiors are in sets but so it's very like unnatural but they they light it to look natural uh, so that's kind of what we went for in a night's tour where there's almost during the day there's pretty much no lights being used it's all reflected off of mirrors and bounces and uh and also i like the handheld look for a lot of it because it adds like a uncomfortableness to a lot of it and uh, that's a lot of that was inspired from breaking bad and the way they shot the show uh using like um a kind of a long lens even for close-ups or for wide shots still using a long lens like that was my only complaint Oh, you don't what? like the handheld? No, I just don't like how the, sh- the show is shot. Really? Oh, in what way? Well, I mean, I'm actually curious, genuinely curious. That's so fascinating. Okay, so uh, this is we 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 had discussed before that we recorded that we were only going to discuss the pilot. Right? right, right. But so I have never seen the show, but I know other things because I oh, there's a lot of Breaking Bad culture. and pop culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so you're going to see I, stuff in, from I osmosis. Know, yeah. Well, I know that uh, famous directors come in and guest direct. Mm-hmm. Towards the end, for sure. Yeah, okay. like Ryan end, Johnson sure. came in yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, but I, I didn't think it had a interesting style like for, for that that popped for me. Like mm. it, it felt no. very dated for me. It felt like oh, it's very fucking. What what, what uh, was it? Two thousand eight. Yeah, it, it felt like very two thousand. The funny two? part is he two thousand nine, right? 2007 is when they shot it. Yeah. So, cause it premiered in January of 2008. The funny, it's funny you say that cause, uh, he, uh, uh, uh what's his name? Uh, Vince, Vince Gilligan. He said a lot of his visual style was actually borrowed from Tarantino movies. Really? In the 90s. So he, he said that's what he did. He said, imagine Tarantino, but handheld kind of. And I like that's the why, handheld. That's why there's um, trunk shots. There's a lot yeah. of trunk yeah, shots. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, can, I, didn't, I, I didn't can kind of see what they mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, I, I could see what yeah, they mean, but yeah, it, yeah. it felt like it felt even older than that. Like, like mm. we're, we're talking about. Oh fuck! I feel like I'm really hot. Um, I f- I feel like it felt like it was early 2000s. Yeah, which would make sense. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that it's shot in the most like interesting way possible i do love the handhelds i love it very much but i wouldn't say like there's like oh my gosh revolutionary shots that are like make me think about 
things. Um, that definitely <laughs> comes later, in my opinion. Yeah. But not in this pilot. Yeah. But what I like about some pilots is that they set a certain mood for the whole show. And and that's yeah. why they, well, there's two things. There's two reasons why they bring big directors to direct pilots. Right. One, it's because they like to get paid because they become, they instantly become executive producers on the show. <laughs> right, 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 right. And they, they get paid for every episode that that show ever makes. That's um, true. Yeah. And another reason is because they bring their, their, own interesting like flair to it like like you'd be surprised how many like pilots uh spike uh spike lee yes directs well in this mm. case the reason vince a gilligan procedurals spike yeah, yeah. Has a lot of procedurals well, well, the, well the the main reason why vince gilligan wrote and directed it himself is because no one believed in the project it was actually yeah. really difficult yeah. to get off the floor yeah. um it was only i think some random exec at sony that was like yeah go for it but even then so the original premise was actually supposed to take in san bernardino um, yeah, yeah, because it yeah. was supposed to, and it's, yeah. you know, because San Bernardino also is yeah, a, the, the Inland Empire kind of the is a very yeah. big meth capital. Mm-hmm. So that's why the first pilot, it's not shot with Albuquerque in mind or even written with Albuquerque in mind. As if you go keep going the rest of the show, it actually turns into kind of a Western because they realize we're in New Mexico. Let's take advantage of the vistas we're in and stuff. And mm-hmm. it becomes much more like shot that way. And I think the visual style corresponds as well. It becomes a lot more John Forty in a lot of shots. Do you know why uh, they ended up in New Mexico? Was it cheaper. tax reasons? Oh, okay. Much cheaper. They were like, just shoot in New Mexico. It's cheaper. And Vince Gilligan was like, well, while I'm here, I might as well just say the setting is New Mexico at that point. Because I don't want to just pretend this is a different, and it works out in the long run because they get to really take advantage of the actual architecture and stuff in New Mexico. Like you'll see lots of like actual restaurants and actual places show up. Oh, those! That, I just keep thinking about those poor people that that owned the Breaking Bad house. That just I know. <laughs> kept yeah. getting yeah, people. People fucking keep, the exterior but, Breaking Bad house, but, and but they the just funny kept part getting is, annoyed. You look at the street that Breaking thrown on their roof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look at the street that Breaking. Bad that house is on that really does look like san bernardino that house they did choose oh, it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so so it's funny like the dna of the san bernardino is all over the pilot but the only place where you see that you're kind of appreciating albuquerque for what it is is the scene where he's coming out of the bank with the money to give to jesse and you see the the mountains in the distance yeah and, and also like when a, they drive out to to go cook yeah and when stuff. they drive out but but even when they drive out you could imagine that being like the coachella yeah, area Cali. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it's like what dan said like it, it looks exactly the same like you could it's it's a very that's what i like about la is because you could be in la but depending on what city or county you're in you're in a completely different ecosystem mm, yeah yeah that's that's why you know hollywood's kind of started in la because yeah not only is it always sunny and there's access to lots of different environments if you want to shoot yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm um, just I, thinking I also, of, oh go ahead sorry i also didn't like the title sequence oh, you don't. the classic yeah the, I, hate the, the, I hate it i hate it because so what i did was i had already watched i watched this last night this pilot mm-hmm. but i had already watched another pilot another amc pilot mm-hmm. because i was like yeah they kind of came out around the same time and i want to see like which one did you watch Mad Men. oh it's Mad Men. Okay. Uh, yeah and i was like that's well, just Mad like, Men such is, a classic i fucking, mean yeah mad yeah. so good well that, mad Men is like sequence is amazing it's Mad Men. they remind me of the falling man right oh. yeah so i've i've seen the pilot for Mad Men as well that's actually oh, the, the pilot's only, so uh, that's the, the pilot only thing for Mad Men is just so like in this oh, God, crew i'm cringy. the one who has not seen Mad Men. yeah oh we'll yeah. get there we'll get there i'm the only one 
Um, I, I, okay. I think it's, I don't, but I know that I've showed it to people. I've been like, watch this pilot, but like the pilot's kind of bad because like the jokes are all like, get back in the kitchen woman. You know, like it's very like oh, dated okay. the, the way for I- the time. And like, depending on who you're watching the pilot with, they either understand or they like absolutely hate it. And like, it's a, I mean, I love completely. the pilot. I really like yeah, it. I love I, it. I, I really- I've been with people. I, I only say this cause I, I did watch the pilot with people who were just like, this is garbage. Like this is, Oh, horrible. I didn't. Yeah. I, so, when I, when I watched, when you showed me the pilot and I watched it with you, this is, this is what I thought. It's funny. You brought up uh, Mad Men Cause to me, uh, have, I know Dan has read Understanding Comics, but has Sarah or Ricardo Mm-mm. read Understanding Comics? I have not. So there's a Wonderful section. Book. There's a section in Understanding Comics I love, and it's a breakdown of art in general. He stops talking about comics and just starts talking about art. And what he says is that art is like an onion. It's a series of layers. Is like there's like idiom. There is style. There's craft. There's all this stuff that's each a layer of the onion. And some people as an artist, they stop at one layer and like, oh, I'm only going to care about the idiom. Basically like, oh, I only write superhero comics or I only do this. Some people stop at the craft. They really like just the craft of it. But if you get to the core of art, there's two kind of like symbiotic things. It's form and content. And I think Breaking Bad is like the epitome of content. Like they sort of cared about how they were going to show it. But what they really cared about was showing the content of this story with Walt, Walter White. And I feel like M- Mad Men is about form. It's about like introducing this world and the way it works. And the style is really necessary in order to make that work. And that's why that first episode is like, we're not doing a deep dive into characters. We're showing off what the world feels like. It's the form of the world. Oh, you and- know, it's so funny that I, I completely... I think the opposite. Really? That's very yeah, interesting. I, yeah. Like, I, like the, I saw the pilot and it instantly fucking hooked me mm. from one fucking line, dude. Well, I don't think, I, it, I mean, and, I, and I think farm can specific, hook people. Was yeah. there a specific line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the line in a bit. But, but like, not only was it forming style and like in this world, but like they instantly told you who Don Draper was and yeah. who, who, what he was in this universe. And like, you knew so much about Don Draper by one line when he's talking to the hippies mm-hmm. and he, and they're smoking weed and he says, and it's, I live by this fucking thing, <laughs> by this is, it's my mantra now, which is the universe is indifferent. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, it, you're making me want to watch Mad Men again. It, it told you everything you needed. It <laughs> I love told Mad you Men. so much about Don Draper. It told you so much about oh, his. I love his, when they get to like when they go through the different decades, like later in the season, yeah. and they get to like the seventies and like right, right, like oh god. It's but I also so wouldn't say that Breaking Bad is devoid of form or style either. I mean, like no, no. no. I think well, the, the fact the that like that, you know the thing is that you have to. I'm just judging it on the pilot. You know oh I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like you, no, but you, you, I mean, even in the pilot, like I think it's. The opening's very stylish, like the the whole hand cam thing, the fact that it leads into the barrel of the gun and leads out of the barrel of the gun for the end. I think the like pants flying on the screen. Yeah, yeah. it starts off with a, a vista and with pl- pants flying in and then suddenly an RV. Like there's an attempt to be like, it does remind me of like 90s indie movie edgy yeah, yeah. stuff, yes. you know? That, that, sure. That's that's what that's what makes me. F- yeah. So you. Because of the show, we've watched a couple of different pilots, mm-hmm. and the pilots that are that I think are like, oh wow, this is like that that I'm like blown away with are the ones that blur the line of like when they were made and like they they mm-hmm. they blend time and space. You know what I mean, like you're like, yeah. oh mm. wow, like like we 
okay, I'll, I'll put Deadwood, which we covered before right. or after this. It was it was definitely shot specifically. You mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. But overall, I didn't feel like oh my oh shit like this is very dated. Like it just yeah. felt like oh wow. I actually kind of despite, I mean, it seems like you really like period specific pieces that are almost timeless. It's like you. But you I actually can't disagree like with when I, they're I, shot. But I kind of disagree with your assessment pieces. on Deadwood, though. For me, Deadwood feels like it was made in a very specific time as well. So like, I, I feel like it also mm. is kind of stylishly a throwback. Yeah. But I think it works. Like I, I like the pilot of Deadwood because it does feel almost nostalgic. It feels like we just started HD again and we just started like figuring out how to do that yeah. with stuff that isn't a Kevin Smith movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, and I find that interesting. Uh, just based off of the pilot, it does feel like it does feel like a certain kind of late nineties movie. And I yeah, feel like yeah, yeah. that's kind of when it's kind of when he was, like he was Feels really like that's what they were going of. for. Yeah. I think yeah. that's I think that's because that's Vince Gilligan's personal like he Favorite. directed the X-Files, right? So there's yeah. part of it that also feels kind of like an X-Files yeah, style yeah, yeah. where it's like kind of corny and it's kind of kitschy in a 90s way and the cinematography is really or the style of it I should say where of what they show on frame and whatnot is very like look at that shit. Whoa. Yeah, you know, and uh, and I and I and we're keeping it to the context of the pilot, but it did, but from the pilot, it, it is interesting to see how he will evolve over time, or the show will evolve over time, because mm-hmm. it's not just him. I th- the show definitely gets crazier in terms of the way it's constructed once it's opened to a crew, because this is literally him making a short, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well th- that's what I like about shows like this, and like I don't know if you guys have seen The Sopranos. Yeah, I've, I've seen. I've actually only seen the pilot of The Sopranos. Oh, okay, actually. okay, but you never seen. Uh, you never seen in, like into the first. No, like, I haven't. I've, okay, we, haven't okay. we haven't gone past. So yet. yeah, this has the same thing as The Sopranos, which I I know I know because I've you know I've, I've read of things, I've heard of things. So like, I know that they eventually become short films, kind of, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I love The Sopranos because once David Chase hooked people, like. A lot of people look at David Chase's writing and and like his his style, and they're like, "Oh, he's very like classic and stuff." And like he just, you uh-huh. know, I mean, it's a very classic like gangster type of thing. But if you like listen to him talk, he is such a like cinema nerd. Like he likes like the French fucking new wave. He likes <laughs> so many things. And and when you watch the episodes, I just had somebody who started The Sopranos actually, because of on my recommendation. And uh-huh. he's he's like really a big like film like nerd and he's like dude that's like this episode is just such like like all like dutch movies dude and he's i'm like yeah yeah and like you see that like every season he takes about half the season and he makes short films it's basically fascinating it's basically like what he wanted to do in film school and no one ever gave the money to do he's doing Mm -hmm. it but within the gangster fucking genre to me when i saw this the pilot of the sopranos i got the sense that he was thinking about tony soprano for like years there is like a sense of depth to that character just yeah. in that pilot where I go, he is incredibly complicated already yeah. in this one pilot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot to discuss. And that's, I found that that's what I found fascinating in the Sopranos is I was like, I mean, it's a gangster show where a lot of the book ending elements are about therapy sessions. Yeah. That's yeah. so interesting to me yeah. that like, that is actually, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, like it's a very good vehicle to sort of just dive into what he's really feeling about and the way he has a different persona when he feels like he has to put up a front versus when he thinks he's alone and he just wants to feed ducks, you know, yeah, like it's yeah. a very, it's very interesting, but yeah, I mean, this is, we were, we was breaking bad. So, uh, we, we have to, we need to talk about Hank though. 
Oh, and <laughs> impressions about Hank, how we feel about Hank, the things he says. <laughs> to me, Hank is introduced mainly at this party, and he's mm-hmm. it's not Walt's birthday. It's yeah, it's Hank's. Hank's <laughs> it's Hank's party. He's the life he's of the party. He's literally yeah, yeah, sitting yeah. in like the at the head of like the living room area. Everyone's yeah. around him. The focus yeah, yeah. is on him. He's and holding his court. Gun mm-hmm. and he's talking about his gun and his his bust that he did earlier that day. And he's 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 also playing like cool dad to Walter. Like here's his gun, Walter Junior. I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's his gun. Hold this gun and Walt. And he's being like hyper, like yeah. toxic masculine, being like, oh, yeah. "Don't be such a pussy. Like take out the gun. It's fine. It's cool. yeah." And like yeah, you know, yeah. I have is the gun loaded? Should we be pointing it around <laughs> like that? Should we give it to Walter Junior? Like I don't know. It just doesn't seem very safe. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just all about him. And then you get a little bit when he starts to, when they take Walter on the ride along, you get a little bit more of his personality where he appears quite racist uh, (laughs) because he makes bets on whether who they're busting is. You thought that was racist? Well, uh, the, well, he also I uses, mean, you know, a, a word slur. that's kind of a slur. Yeah, a, 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 <laughs> the slur word, yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, the, the betting part, the betting part. I mean, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, how is the, that racist? Sure, he used a slur, but how is yeah, that racist? Yeah, how is that racist, Sarah? To, uh, racist? The, the, betting, the betting part to me is like, yeah. this is how typical cops act. Yeah, the, yeah, the slur sure, yeah. is like, sure. that's what and makes cops, him racist. I think can be, there's a racist culture in there. And so yeah. he's, he's yeah, yeah. taking a bet on what race. The, you know, well, notably says, his partner, who seems yeah. to be of Latino descent, you know, is yeah. right along there with him. Like, this is part of the culture of their job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they're, say, like, oh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, per- the person don't say, they're trying don't say to the, get. Don't say the word, dude. No, I'm not going to say the word. Don't say, you're I'm not going to say the slur. I'm literally not going to say the slur. I would never do that. It felt like you were in. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm going to say the person's Bonkers. name. Just kept um, saying he's bonkers, dude. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, uh, but like we learned, Jesse's name is is Captain Cook, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah. th- and the, his partner's like, that's a white boy's name. Uh, there's no way that that's like you know he's he's super white. Like there's no way. And yeah. then Hank's like betting that you know it's gonna be somebody else maybe and uh they hear the name and they're like oh it's um uh emilio emilio yeah Yeah. and i tip my hat and i go emilio yeah Uh, sorry well i i I do want to quickly point out oh yeah wait emilio let me see so so further evidence of this being (laughs) charlie sheen's brother a tarantino like sort of homage slash ripoff his name is Mr. White. Jesse's True. name is Pinkman. So Mr. White, yeah. Mr. Pink, on purpose. He's very purposely invoking Reservoir Dogs. And so, Hank. Hank. Okay, I didn't Hank realize it was Beast. on purpose. Or Beast. Like, yeah. on purpose. X-Men. He loves X-Men. <laughs> yes. So, so Skyler, Goodwill yeah. Hunting, Goodwill Hunting, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, connected to Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck. Daredevil. Uh, uh, Daredevil. Bingo. <laughs> oh, disability? Yeah. Uh, disability? Walt Jr. Walt Jr. <laughs> so they, they, they catch this, this guy that they're doing the sting on, and, yeah. and they're like, you know, is this man of the Latino persuasion 
And then they respond saying his driver's license says Amelia Koyama. Right. And then they realize that uh, mm. they're like, Asian, pay up. And he's like, hey, his first name's Emilio. Um, you know, we're not sure yet, you know. And and then he says a slur. So. Yeah, um, yeah. Well. Yeah. So, I don't know. that That is an interesting... Um, an interesting but it's like uh, window written, into Hank. They're written as typical shitty cops. Yeah, they're written like real people. Yeah, and it's yeah. like almost like like heightened versions, but you could see cops just talking like this. And I like, mean, yeah, obviously. And it is how interesting how, like, you know, in the pilot, Hank, is not a great guy. No. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, Ricardo, I want to know what, what do you think of Hank uh, from this first? Well... He, I, it's funny you you were talking and I'm like I don't know I don't know how I feel about Hank because I don't know more. You know what I mean you, you're talking about five seasons or six seasons of experience. Yeah, so yeah. Like, well, I, I mean like, just based so, off so, of yeah. this. So you're basically like episode. you're doing the whole like well, what do you think? What do you think? No, 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 Heisenberg is going to be. Who do you think? <laughs> <laughs> we all know who Heisenberg but, but, is. But, 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 but here's the thing: Nickelback has me rethinking everything. I'll explain. What? I'll okay. explain. Everybody likes Nickelback, dude. No. I hate Nickelback. Disagree. You hate Nickelback. I but do. all of America, most of America likes Nickelback, dude. Ooh. You have to accept that, Sarah. Okay? Ooh. In oh, order for this theory what, what is, I guess they sell records, so somebody must be Yeah, so, just look at the sales numbers. Look at the concerts they sell out. Like, people There's no love proof that's not a laundering, money laundering operation. I mean, <laughs> people, people like Kid Rock. People, people like, like Kid Rock. But, but think about it. Know, people like know. Nickelback. Sure. And I hate Nickelback, right? Now, sure. I have to accept a couple of things. Either <laughs> I have bad taste, you know what I mean? Right. Or I'm just not looking at Nickelback. In the right way. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's why I, I Everyone say else could also be wrong. <laughs> I, I, I understand that, but but like if if if, a, if 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 ten people tell you you're you're a dick and three people tell you you're nice, who, who do you think? You think you're nice or you think you're a dick? It really does depend on who's telling you who's nice and who's telling you you're a dick. That really does though. <laughs> that's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. But it has me rethinking everything. So I've been rethinking like I mean a I, I see a character in a movie and I'm like, well, let me rethink. Is does this uh, is this suffer from the Nickelback syndrome? <laughs> hmm. Okay, I see um, where you're yeah. getting at with this now. Well, what did you think about yeah. the pilot overall? Yeah. Then what, what did you? Think? I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I will. I will. I'll spoil this. I would keep watching because I watched like two more episodes after. That. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you nice. do see you then and, see and kind of how thing. Hank changes a little. Like it's, yeah, it's not yeah, what yeah. he is in the pilot, which is fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. but everybody's different like that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like this whole uh, show I mean, is. Everybody, yeah, but I mean that you're you're talking about every character and every piece of literature too. Like that's true. You 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 they have to change, or else then then why? Does does Skyler really change based on my? Well, don't spoil it. Memory, I don't don't even know. Um, I won't spoil it. But that's I'll leave that as an open question to those listening. I have a question, Ricardo. Did you reach the episode where they have the talk with the pillow, the talking pillow? Then no. Okay, so never mind. I just I just did three episodes. That's it. Okay, because maybe you you but you maybe you've seen general episodes where they're just no. I've seen nothing. (laughs) Literally, these are the three three only episodes I've ever seen. No, but I mean, like they had scenes where they were in the just in the house by themselves talking, maybe. Uh, who is Walt? Walt? Just, just in general, like Walt with his wife or, or with uh, Skyler. Sure, yeah. I, I, just one thing I always thought was super interesting, in, especially in the first season and, and later on, when, whenever they're talking in their house, it's dead silent. There's no ambience. If you listen to the show with headphones on, there is no hmm. ambient track. 
And it's like really uncomfortable. I think that it gets the most uncomfortable when you eventually reach that pillow talk scene where they use the talking pillow and you're like, this is so uncomfortable. Like it is deadly silent and on purpose. Like they use a noise I, gate. Yeah. It's designed through. that way. The, yeah. <laughs> house, the house itself is very uncomfortable to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's how deadly quiet it is. And yeah. it's, it's, I think that's a fascinating decision they did. It seems tense. The yeah, house yeah. seems tense. Yeah. 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 I'd say so. And it seems like you get, they did a really good job of expressing once Walt walks through the door of his house, of the house, there's problems, problems everywhere. There's people in the house that he doesn't want there. There's money yeah, problems. Yeah. There's Skylar. There's Marie. There's Skylar. Like, I don't, it's it, I don't like this, the sister. I don't like the sister. <laughs> Marie, Marie and her purple. Oh, you're not um, alone. <laughs> but, you know, like, it just seems like Walt. It's very set up in the pilot that this house, the people in it, his life, there are problems and he's not happy. And it something something's gotta give. He's yeah. gonna break. And he's, he's not in, break. he's not in control right. of anything. Yeah. No, like even not. in his own surprise birthday party, he told Skylar, no surprise birthday party. She throws one anyway. And then she's mad at him for being late. Oh, there's also one right. one one scene. One really minor line that I think also sums up their relationship is she questions him about uh, using a credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To buy something. She's like, did you use the MasterCard? That was after he got back from the hospital. Like he had just got the diagnosis. Yeah. He comes home and she's like, did you buy something here? And And he's like, oh, I think I bought some like toilet paper or something. Like it's something very minor. But she's like, I told you not to use that card. Like, you know. Yeah. And I'm just like, you You thought that was bad? No, I didn't think it was bad. I just think it's a good character building line and moment that really made me appreciate and come and express like what their relationship is like and what they're going through. It's like, also like my, juxtap- my wife tells me that all the time. <laughs> well, I think it's also sure. the juxtaposition <laughs> of he just got back with yeah. bombshell life changing news mm-hmm. yeah. and she's, she's peppering him, him with, this. why did you use that credit card? But, but she, didn't, she didn't know. <laughs> I know. I know. But in his mind, it's just like, uh, but it, it sure. tells you, it just yeah, gives like, you a good sense of their relationship without having to, uh, like, this is what you want in a pilot to me, is you want these, like, very small lines that you can fit into a pilot, but it tells you so much about their relationship. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you get it right away. You know, instantly, they're having money problems. Skylar wears the pants in terms of, like, what is being spent. Yeah, it doesn't feel justified because Walt is the one working, and they're hiding things from each other. But and what is what are you you talking about weird power dynamics now? Yeah, no, does I it, mean does it does it contribute to the show though? No, I understand, oh, yeah, but I'm saying like sure. like do you think they're cliche or do you what what do you what do you I don't think it's cliche. I'm just saying it it does putting moments like this in the pilot does a a really good job at setting up their oh, dynamics okay. quickly. So I'm, I'm giving them kudos for doing it. Like it's a good oh, okay. way to, it's like a shortcut to kind of get a lot of information about this relationship yeah. in the pilot. With like, it's I like a, so. it's like an in world yeah. line versus like, you know, like a, like a, like a quickly written sitcom would probably be like, Walt, you know that I'm the one who's supposed to be looking at the finances. And I noticed that, you, yeah, this, yeah. you know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. but instead it's more of like an aside. I think it's similar to when he gets home at the very end of the episode and it's late at night and she goes, Walt, the worst thing you can do is push me away. And she's like super furious while I'm in bed. And then it leads to the sex scene. Mm-hmm. And you're like, 
this is like a like like compare that's the comparison mm-hmm. to the him her peppering him about the credit card yeah. right mm-hmm. both well like, she knows something lots of up, that throughout the right? episode that's what I love about this ep- the pilot is that like there's a lot of like mundane example Breaking Bad example and they they clash them a lot in random points throughout the yeah. episode like the pilot does a really good job of establishing a lot about the world in little little precise moments and little that's details. what I that's yeah. what I really appreciated. I think that's a sign of a really well-written pilot in my opinion. I would yeah. write I would write that way. I would I I love this style of writing. I love the style of what of yeah yeah. So. I I do sometimes like I get what cliché is in power dynamics, but then sometimes I don't pay attention to them because I don't I don't know, maybe I don't subscribe to them or something. Like I make a lot of the money in in our relationships, in our relationship. But mm-hmm. I don't want anything to do with fucking money. Mm-hmm. Like, right, right. And I and she tells me, and my wife tells me one time, like, oh, you got to use the other credit card because that has a point, motherfucker. You got to use that yeah. for gas, my dude. Uh, so, but that tells us that's instantly my dream. about like, your relationship, yeah. right? Like, just that. Uh, well, that tells you a lot line, about me. Right? My dream tells you a lot about you. My yeah. dream growing up was to not know. I don't even know who. I don't know where we pay the power bill. If my wife dies, <laughs> I'm fucked, dude. <laughs> like oh, i don't know what we pay anything to all i know is how much i could spend per month right but i think i think the but that tells us so much about you yeah. but, I, but yeah. then i think the difference i mean i'm living my dream by the way i think the difference in the dynamic of the show yeah. though is that it's it seems kind of like walt does do the lion's share of all tasks and Skylar kind of just pops in and goes, Hey, this is wrong though. Oh yeah. This yeah, is wrong. No, my wife never does that. You know, like, like yeah. she's not in charge. Like she, when she has that little uh, talk with Marie on the side, she goes, Oh, I'm writing short stories. You know, maybe they'll sell, you know, like that's her actual focus. It's like this yeah. inane side activity that is. And a- also it seems like Walt wants the freedom to be able to make his decisions to buy the toilet paper on the credit card that he wants. Like he, he is not, that person that wants to give up that control. I think he's realizing that he wants to have a little bit more say in his life and the direction that it goes in. Yeah, especially since that's right? just after he got his diagnosis. So he's kind of like, yeah. And that's why, you know, he goes back to the car wash and he oh, wrecks gosh. up the place. <laughs> He goes, that was crazy. he goes, like, take this Bogdan. Like, fuck your eyebrows, eyebrows Bogdan. Eyebrows. <laughs> he does and, have pretty big eyebrows. <laughs> pretty know. impressive eyebrows. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of direct juxtapositions in the episode, you know. Yeah. And, and it's harsh something- for that actor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, though they look like they were fake eyebrows. Yeah, they, they gotta yeah. be fake, right? No, they gotta be. They look I think fake. they're real. They look fake, I think they're real. It they looks look like, real it look at like all a merkin, me. dude. Like a no, but like there are people. Merkin. There are people that have eyebrows like that. But those oh, look no, pasted I believe on. You, but, but yeah, think it about it, Sarah. It, it would, would save so their ego if they were pasted on. Okay, we need to look <laughs> yeah. up the actor. We need to look up the actor right now. Someone, yeah, please. Like how bad would it be? I'm voting. It's real. Okay, I'll look it up. Do you think it's? Like they're like finding somebody with with really fake eyebrows because we got to make fun of them. I like, think they just, casted him. Easy. He showed it's up easier, to the casting. It's easier to go just put some fake eyebrows on him because I just, we don't want to make fun of. him. I think he showed up to the casting eyebrows. and they said this guy's great and they wrote a line for him. One hundred percent. That's what I think. He does have bushy eyebrows in real life. Ah! So the only other thing he's shown up in is Crash. Which crash? Yeah, the the Oscar winning crash. Yeah, the racist movie. Uh, (laughs) Oh, Um, but but when I look at Bogdan though in the episode, Uh, can you send a link? What's this guy's name? I want to see. Oh, his name is Marius Stan. (laughs) So Marius Stan is his name, and 
He does have bushy eyebrows, but in the show, it looks like they made it even bushier almost. The, the, oh, the, he okay. The Merkin, he, his, his this eyebrows. is him. Uh, okay, this is his natural eyebrows, guys. This guy, this is his natural eyebrows. Look at his eyebrows. No, this is totally him. Send the link. Send. I don't believe you. Literally, like, look, well, look at this. I, this is crazy. I, I see this. I, I just put it in our chat. That's uh, on the side. Also, there. But that's what the, I those, see. Those, those are way are bigger. Pretty prominent. Man. I know they're prominent. Maybe, but, maybe but that's look at it. the one. He may, the right. I, think, I think I think what they may have done they is they, they they I think they combed it, it and then they, um, they dyed it black so that there's no white in it at all. Because in real life, he has some white in his brow, which makes it not as super like prominently bushy. You know but, that he's actually a Romanian scientist. He's an wow. actual scientist. Yeah, he's pro- he probably he, pro- he was probably uh, the 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 technical advisor. I don't. Maybe I don't know. Mary, uh, he's in the Breaking Bad. Wiki. He's a Romanian scientist, actor, and author. He he's currently a senior Romania. scientist at the Nuclear Engineering Division from the Argonne National Laboratory. Wow, yo, that's, that's so fascinating that he did this. <laughs> he just and acts then on the he side. Also, just played the car oh, wash. No, guy. he was not in the movie Crash. He was in the Stars drama series Crash. Oh. So that's based I don't on even, the movie. I don't even know. It was was that based on the movie? Uh, I think it was. It was Crash. I think it was based on a novel by Sapphire. Movie? Yes, it was. It, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was based on the movie. What a bad idea! <laughs> Crash, push. Wow. Uh, Dermot, Dermot Mulroney or Dylan McDermott? Hmm? I don't know the first one, so <laughs> I, don't know what, I just hear syllables now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, or babbity baba. Bookity beppo or poopity puppo. All right. Well. Ricardo would stay tuned. We yeah. got it. Yeah, I already did it. Yeah, he he stayed tuned actually already. Yeah, uh, yeah, I already stayed tuned. Like also. stay tuned, as in like there's five seasons, correct? Oh, it um, means I'll I keep mean, watching. I, mean, I can't. I I I, 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 I We asked the question: Would you stay tuned? Not would you stay tuned to the whole series? <laughs> That's true. I well, don't know. I'm actually just asking in general. There's even five now, seasons, right? Even yeah, now, there's five seasons. Yeah. Okay. Even now, I'm like I'm kind of busy. I'll, I'll watch this later. Exactly. But yeah, yeah, and it's you know. Uh, that's, it's, it'll be available for you. Yeah. It's not as much in the cultural sphere as it was back in the early 2000s where it, it was like, I feel like it was the Game of Thrones of like the early It's it was, No, 2000s. no, it's it's lost. It's the lost. Because no, I felt I think, like everybody was watching Breaking Bad and I was the only person that started it in like 2012. And at that point, you had almost all been done, I think. I think it was not less the it. lost because I think... When I when I, I I never watched Lost, but when I would hear people discuss hmm. Lost, people would discuss it in like frustrated tones. Oh. I think <laughs> I think people would be like, is, was, uh, "Is that what happened? Why did they do it that way? That was weird." Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with that polar bear? Weird. Well, I feel like the frustrated tones increased exponentially after it. Yes, ended. Yes. 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 Whereas like Breaking Bad sort of led to a crescendo, and everyone went, "Damn." That yeah, ended. Breaking Bad did wow. end well. I think yeah, Breaking yeah. Bad ended well. Here's the thing about Lost is that it was good for about three seasons, and then, and then I feel like Demon Lindelof was like, "Oh God, I hope they just cancel this mid season." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Next season is going to be it. We're going to just cancel." Well, he admitted, yeah, the sh- he didn't know. He admitted, it. yeah, but the best, the best scenario though would would be like, "Oh, we just cut you off, and you don't have to finish it off. That way, you don't have to commit to an ending because he didn't have an ending." But yeah, yeah, but that, but, that, but that would be just as frustrating. <laughs> no, well, well, at least for him, it would have been like, well, they didn't let me finish, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, he wanted an easy an out. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. He just didn't want to think about it, yeah. uh, which is, you know, 
Eh, which is not what like for Breaking Bad to their credit, they ended the show earlier than AMC wanted them to. AMC was like, how much right. longer can we do this? And they're like, no, our fifth season's our last season. We're not making any more. The story is going to end. And that's why they negotiated that last season being a two-parter because they were like, we really want a sixth season. Can we just split the fifth season in two? And that's one of the reasons why I if you ever about shows fucking yeah, hated it. if you ever reached a fifth season the first half it's all but well really well paced in my opinion like it feels good but the first half is like like slow even for breaking bad and then the second half is like a fucking bam super fast fucking tons of shit happening all at once uh because that's just how it ended up paced but it 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 makes a good juxtaposition of wow that's a lot happening at once and yeah, it makes it really interesting, but yeah, that's the pilot for breaking bad. I feel like we had a good time. I liked it. Uh, I would stay tuned and I just stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> we all stay tuned. And I will, <laughs> and I'll and just I will give a say, special shout out to Jesse because we didn't really talk about, uh, we didn't really talk about Jesse. Yeah. We should touch on that. Jesse yeah. Jones? I Aaron love Paul. Yeah. I love Aaron Paul and he did such yeah. a, his he's, acting actually, uh, he did such a he's good one job. Of the, he's one of the Paul brothers is Logan. <laughs> Aaron. No, no. No, then he's yeah. clearly the best one. No. Yeah, yeah, of course, dude. <laughs> I, I love his acting in this. I think he plays the the role quite well. It was not really refreshing to go back and see young Aaron Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really interesting Fresh seeing. <laughs> you, you see Brian Cranston's performance in the episode, and he his performance feels like classic. It's like a classic, like good acting, like I know what I'm doing actor. And then you mm-hmm. see Aaron Paul juxtaposed with him. Aaron Paul seems like an effervescent off the cuff. I'm kind of just doing what I really do as a person actor. Mm-hmm. And it's a really interesting juxtaposition. Almost more like methody, I guess, maybe. No, no. I would say Brian Cranston's the one who's being a little more methody because. Or like, what's in, the one where they kind of like. He's just being normal. He's being, being he's, he's using his own personality as. Not seasoned in acting methods. I, I think it's like he's using his own personality yeah. as his performance. Whereas Brian Cranston in real life, he's like a huge goofball. Uh, we've seen him at Comic-Con and he just like loves cracking jokes, making dirty jokes. And like just mm-hmm. being weird. That's kind of like how I feel when I see John Hamm in like comedies. I'm yeah, like, yeah, Whoa. yeah. John Hamm is actually a huge like joke I'm guy. Just like, he, he loves what do just you having mean fun. You're in comedies and you're doing these <laughs> funny joke things. You're Don Draper. What? Which is what he's actually wanted to do for a while. So that's why after Mad Men, <laughs> it's he started. So weird. Like after Mad Men, I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, that's why he started moving to to comedy. But Brian Cranston is always, you know. There's always the joke. Oh, it's Hal from Breaking or Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Now he's become the dad in Breaking Bad, and what a weird combo! And that's just like his range, though. It's just that naturally he's goofy, like Hal. Maybe not as goofy as because Hal is like a cartoon. But like, and before that, he was a Faye Long in Street Fighter Two, the animated movie. (laughs) Yes, yeah, and uh, a bee monster from Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin. Yes, it's true. He's quite, quite got got quite the varied career. Uh, yeah, uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah. yeah, and he, you know who you know who could have played this part too of Jesse Pinkman, Justin Chadwin. Justin Chadwin. I don't quite know who yeah, that is. He, he's in he's in a bunch of stuff. He. Like, I thought you were about to say Justin Long. Well, that too, dude. <laughs> Justin nah. Timberlake. Justin Chadwin. Wait, wasn't Justin Chadwin the guy who played the Goku in Dragon Ball Evolution? Yeah, him. Oh no, <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy yeah. was awful, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Here's the thing about you don't like that, Marvin. No, this guy sucks. He's a terrible actor. <laughs> I mean, in, in, in Dragon Ball Z, uh, I mean, he's, he's got like, range. We have Elijah Wood.
Chatwood at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Justin Chatwin. Here's the thing about about Justin. Uh, what's his name? Logan. Not Logan Paul. What's his name? Aaron Paul. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Paul. Paul. Aaron Paul. Yeah, yeah. Like he's really good, but I, I, I don't want to talk shit about him. But okay, oh, so go for it, there's go a movie called Need, Need for Speed. Need for Speed. He's not gonna listen. Oh to yeah, this. he's not good at Need for Speed. And, and no. here's the thing: is that like that's the wrong movie for everyone. Him. <laughs> everyone know the thing is that everyone else knows what movie they're in. Yes, like, yeah. Oh, we get it. We get it. We get it. This we're is like, fucking. We're in a Need for Speed movie, yeah, and Aaron yeah, yeah, Paul took it, it seriously. And Aaron yeah. Paul took it really serious. And like, <laughs> it, it could have been so fun, dude. Because like the stunts well, were cool. Why did anyone done. fucking direct him that way? Know, then it I seems know, like no one directed him. Uh, and no one, no one took him aside and goes, "Hey, dude, have fun out there, dude. Don't pretend gotta, the movie's not Need for Speed. Yeah. Pretend it's Fast and Furious. Yeah. Loosen Go up, nuts. baby. Yeah. Loosen up some shoulders, yeah, yeah. dude. You're yeah, too. Yeah. T- you're, you're doing all the acting up here, dude. Loosen <laughs> up, dude. Loosen up, man. Uh, I feel like he, if he, someone had just gotten him high on set, they were like, mm. just be cool, man. <laughs> be cool. But anyway, that's that's my my Aaron Paul review. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people like tried to draw a parallel between like Walter and Jesse with Doc Brown and Marty McFly. (laughs) like, And I do kind of want to give credit to this show for inventing a scenario that is a little more realistic for why, uh, you know, two men with this much of an age gap would be hanging out together and (laughs) becoming, you know, very close. And meth is more realistic than just wacky science. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Whoa. math is way more realistic. Yeah, yeah. Although, if you, if you need a science mentor, <laughs> you're, you're gonna need to make meth, not a time machine. Yeah, that's all you gotta make. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, Vince Gilligan said he loved Aaron Paul. He thought Aaron Paul was fantastic. He said his only regret with Aaron Paul is that they never gave him shitty teeth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, his teeth yeah. are immaculate. Yeah, he has yeah, beautiful teeth. Yeah. I actually like every real this. meth head was like, fuck you. This is yeah. because the yeah. funny part is later <laughs> in the series, you do see people who are hooked on meth and they are yeah. fucked up. No, Aaron <laughs> Paul looks real. perfect. Actually, while I was watching this pilot, I did think that to myself. I was like, Aaron Paul has the fucking brightest, whitest perfect he's a beautiful smile he's a beautiful smile i was like i don't know if he thought like i'm gonna be in this show i'm gonna get my smile fixed it's gonna be like white bright blinding because it is actually insanely white like insanely like perfect yeah Um, yeah so it's funny that you mentioned that because i did think that in my head when i was watching it yeah it's like uh, vince gilligan in round tables he's like Oh, we did the pilot. We didn't fuck up his teeth, and this, the yeah. rest of the show, his teeth has to be consistent. So we kept at the that same way. time, though, it right. would have become like a really big difference because the way he acts is that he's almost always showing his teeth. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, is yeah, he a yeah. mouth actor? I don't, I gotta check. You know, he's how a whole like face actor. Act. He uses there's his whole face a lot. That, like yeah. use their mouth to act. Like he he uses his brows Knightley. a lot too. Like he's very like he furrows his brows quite a bit. Yeah, he's, um, he tends like, to stare intensely a lot. Whereas Brian Cranston's more about like holding a expression and doing subtle changes to it to get his performance. Yeah, across. he likes to look around. Yeah, Aaron yeah, Paul is very does, much like yeah. like big expressions that change a lot. Like um, there's like a scene way later in the series where he's having an awkward dinner, and the whole time he's just like gesticulating his face like crazy. I want to say they're like, oh, I, you know I wanna... what? Aaron Paul is a mouth actor. I think. Yeah, yeah, honest. exactly. Definitely. Did definitely you say is. T- testiculating? <laughs> 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 uh, jest. 
Jest. I want to count of how many times uh, Aaron Paul like just holds a stare at someone while either nodding his head or shaking his head. <laughs> you, he does that a lot. Yeah, yeah. we like so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is something he does a lot. That's like you know how some actors have like their um their default uh yeah, yeah, comfort yeah, yeah. Yeah, comfort yeah. acting things that they do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of I think Aaron Paul's comfort acting with um, this Tom actor, Cruise I think this it's a right. squint and head tilt yeah. <laughs> yeah this the only other actor who I see playing this part but he was too young when when it was when it started is the guy from the bear uh Jeremy oh Carmi oh yeah. oh Carmi yeah. yeah well Carmi is that guy he's fucking intense yeah I've always liked him like because he was in Shameless and I love yeah. I, oh, I, I right. love Shameless yeah, yeah. I love Shameless yeah. because of him we gotta add that. my sister loves Shameless yeah. She fucking yeah, loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all of them are, are great actors, but he stood out. Yeah. Like, well, Jeremy really Allen White, out. it's he definitely is like a like fully what embodying. Did he, what uh, did he say recently that was I think I sent it to you guys. Oh yeah, he was the Marvel was, thing. Yeah, he was uh he was um uh, invited to audition for what he claimed was a Marvel y part. That's what he called it. So we don't know if it's actually for Marvel or not. It's probably DC, dude. Uh, but oh, he, was he like, said, I had a meeting for a kind of Marvel-y movie and I had an attitude. And they said, uh, tell me, ab-, he said, tell me about why I should do your movie. And they were like, fuck you. And I was like, right on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who said that? Uh, uh, the bear guy. Uh, oh, well, okay, the, okay. The, the, the producer said, fuck you to him because he was yeah, questioning. So he, he basically, he got to the audition. <laughs> he was like, why should I be like, in your movie? Why, <laughs> why should I do your movie? Like, t- tell me why. And they're like, like sell well, it fuck to yourself. Me. And they said, fuck you. And he was like, right on. And he left. <laughs> Jeremy Allen White actor. And I was like, I can appreciate that. I kind of like, I kind of love that. Well, yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't want to, if he doesn't want to do a role, he doesn't want to do a role. It's fine. Yeah. Don't force I mean, yourself. especially if they asked him to audition or approached him, it's like, well, why did you approach me? Tell me why you want me to do this. Why do you want me for this? It, it is a valid question to be like, what do it's you think valid? I will, why would I be, what would you, what do you want me to do for your movie? You know, like, yeah, like what, what is yeah. it about what I did already that you wanted me to do now? Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I guess they saw that as I think they were insulting. like, oh, it's 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 a prestigious role. You got to be on board auto automatically. He's like, he's like, do you know who Gloria Stefan is? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, she has nothing to do with this project. But anyway, <laughs> oh my god. Um, I also want to say shout out to all the amazing spinoff, the spinoff shows that have come from Breaking Bad. I'm very thankful for those. I hope we cover how many shows podcast. are there? Just, just, just one there's really one, one, but I think there's another one in development. Oh, so after uh, based on another one <laughs> after better call Saul, there is another spinoff that they are working on right now, actually. And without um, going into anything about what it's about is El Camino, like a, like a redheaded stepchild. Right. And there's, like El Camino and there's El Camino yeah. movie, mm-hmm. which is the epilogue of the show. It's not a, it's not a finale. It's yep. a after finale movie, which means there's very little actually to do with the plot. It's just like oh, okay. extra stuff that you could see happening afterward. Okay, because I actually of, never saw that. It's of no real consequence, actually. It's That's like, kind of why I didn't. <laughs> it's actually like kind of interesting to watch because you see like, oh, yeah. this kind of happens this way. This happens this way. Interesting. Mm. But it doesn't add anything to the actual Breaking Bad story per se. It's 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 definitely epilogue, and it's definitely Vince Gilligan having been like, I kind of just want to direct again, and I just kind of want to use these characters I already know, and that's kind of what he pitched it as. 
he's like, you guys want, you guys want more Breaking Bad content, right? Like the studios, they're like, you want, you guys want more Breaking Bad content, right? So you should give them what the people would want, dude, which is more Gilligan's and Island they content. Did. <laughs> Better call Saul. Think I mean, about Gilligan's have you guys Island all seen? in a, in fucking Albuquerque, dude. Oh, well, they just stuck in the desert. <laughs> yeah, dude. Has, has everyone <laughs> seen Better Call Saul? No, no, Dan has not. Have. Dan has not seen all of it, and Ricardo's not even started. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm midway through season. I don't one, know. Better Call. I, no, I have. What? I, 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 oh, why would I skip yeah. ahead? Yeah, well, Ricardo wouldn't. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah. It would definitely it would, it be skipping be ahead. Yeah, it would be absolute. Weird. Do not watch Better Call Saul before Breaking Bad. No, you definitely. should definitely play Snake Eater first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say uh, um, Metal Gear you, joke. You do need to. You do need to see Breaking Bad first. But Better Call Saul is an excellent show. So in a very different way. Yeah, which is, and I think I think they have a really. Uh, like Vince Gilligan has an excellent way of casting comedic like actors. <laughs> I think Vince Gilligan has a has an excellent way of casting comedic actors to become something really interesting. Uh, so, yeah. like who? Yeah, like who? You, like Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston was, you know, mo- most broadly known um, from Bob Odenkirk. The Middle. And then yeah. Bob Odenkirk yeah. ends up being in the main lead in Better Call Saul and just kills he's it. Great, yeah, yeah I mean, he's like, fucking amazing. Um, yeah. Which is weird because when I heard that they were doing a, a spinoff of Better Call Saul, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be so terrible. Like they jumped the like they jumped sure. the shark, whatever. Like I thought like there's no way a spinoff from the show. I want it to be good, but like there's no way they're going to pull it off. And I was 100 and there's a lot of people I talk with wrong. that, I that, that so say wrong. Better Call Saul is better. Oh, I'm I'm in that camp, actually. I'm in that I don't camp. quite fully I'm think so, camp. but I think it's very good in a very different way. I, it's a completely I, different I type of show. Better. Yeah, I yeah. Think I, it's better. I, I think comedian makes the makes the best actors actually. Oh, like, oh I, yeah. 100%. I don't th- I don't think it's like a it's a shocking thing when when comedians like do a dramatic. No, role. no, like, yeah, I don't think it's shocking. Is, I think is, it's that Vince Gilligan understands that. I think he's willing yes. to take the chance. Yeah. A lot well, of I mean, directors and whatnot are not willing to. They want to. But work I mean, with, think, of, like, think about the track record of like look at Ron Williams. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. every time, like, a comedian takes, a, like, a really good, like, swing. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, fucking amazing and, and punch drunk. Oh, uh, I guess, yeah. Mm. He's there not my favorite. He's at for, the bottom of the list. To oh, be he, honest, for... I think, you, you <laughs> I, think a, I think Adam Sandler in, 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 in like, Uncut Jams. Yeah, what about Uncut Jams? Jams? Oh, no, no, no. I, I hated Uncut Jams. I love Uncut Jams. I think, I like I think you guys jams. bring up Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler, though, but I know a lot of people who have said those are, like the exception that proves the rule for their performances overall. Like they don't think Jim Carrey is actually great dramatic. Like remember, what was it called? Like the, mm. the, 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 the amnesia movie with Jim Carrey was in, that was about the movie theater. Like uh, it was like, it was the, called the, the eternal sunshine, eternal sunshine. Oh, oh, wait, the, the majestic, the majestic. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah people were like the eternal sunshine of the spot. Like, he's majestic. not a great serious <laughs> oh, actor. Oh, the majestic. I thought the majestic was great. Hyde Bomb. I haven't seen it in a Frank long time, Darabont? so I don't. It's, it's a great. Frank so I don't actually movie. remember. I'd say it super the Truman well. Show is a great sweet spot. Yeah, Truman the, Show is good. Eternal really Sunshine. Good. You bring up is also great. He's great Eternal in that too. Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. 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 The number so twenty-three. He's got Come some on, good ones. Dude. No, no. Yeah, I think so. But a lot of people use use the actually use the examples you brought up to be like. I'm just pointing that out that like they think oh these well, are how many exceptions before it's like well. There are too many for them all to be exceptions. I think for Adam Sandler, they would claim that 
Punch Drunk Love and Uncut Gems only work because they kind of point out that Adam Sandler is a huge fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> Uncut Gems did not work. <laughs> and what are you like, talking about? I honestly I think like time will prove that that Uncut Gems is a masterpiece. <laughs> Uncut Gems. Well, I think I think a, a lot, lot of people, people are saying that already. Right think that. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't. I personally it. think yeah. it's oh, just God. fine. I went to go see Uncut Gems with somebody, a coworker of mine, and we both walked out of there being like, "That was terrible." <laughs> Really? No, I've seen it so many times. Oh my I think God, to me, un- Uncut it. Gems is like a fascinating, like, I can hate how it. stressful can we make this? It was scenario? just screaming like, all the time. Well, they, yeah, it's, it's like, it's time. like, it's like an experiment in stress. And it's like, kind of like, I was like, I don't think Adam Sandler has spoke at a normal tone this entire movie. That was the point, I, though. Yeah. Have, have you guys seen Good Times? No, I haven't seen Good Times. Mm-hmm. No. That's another one that where it's like, it's just, it, it, it's just that like, they make that type of movie, like that's their tempo. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, yeah. The Safety Brothers. I yeah. love that. I fucking love that. Like, it's funny because a lot of people think, it's funny, I was just talking to one of our uh, friends, uh, Adam, and we were talking about Martin Scorsese's films and I, I was talking about like how I love After Hours because it, it, like uncut gems and good times are like the stepchild of after hours where it's like just like someone who probably did too many drugs while fucking writing a script and it's just <laughs> so fucking intense dude so fucking intense and i love that in movies i mm. love that so much in movies interesting i mean i've only seen uncut jams once but i feel like i don't know on an on initial watch i wasn't into it but I I, I, guess took I need uncut- to see it again just to see what the hype is all about because everybody I took, I t- really loves it. I took the feeling of uncut gems similarly to uh, who's the who's the guy who who directed Ir- Irreversible? What's that dude's name? Uh, oh, uh, Seth oh, Fucker's name? No, uh, no, Gaspar Noel. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. I think of it's it felt like that tone uh, of his movies. Oh, really? Where it's, no. To, it, at really? least in, it, in terms of the emotional like tenseness and like lots of like I guess so. heightened like I guess stress so. there these are stressful movies another movie <laughs> i i could not get through uh, I, I i for the most part i don't like his movies i don't really like them either yeah and, but uncut gems there was like i think it's because i don't like the adam sandler character but i want to see what his plan is the whole time yeah. you yeah. know that's kind of like the driving force of it um, so whereas like irreversible, it's just like, this is just cruel and awful. And I don't know why it's happening. <laughs> uh, kind of, like kind of tone, but I mean, I get why thematically it's happening, yeah. but like, uh, but, you know. I, but it's funny. Cause I love French cinema. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it, dude. Like, you, like, well, you love anything French, so look, it doesn't you're matter. Yeah, French dude. on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I'm inside, all dude. about it. Um, yeah. Did you guys ever see Rust and Bones? No, I haven't seen Rust and Bones Mm-mm. either. I, that guy's like one of my favorite directors. I, 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 that guy is amazing. Um, he did a movie, uh, called uh, Read My Lips. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it stars, uh, coincidentally, um, uh, the guy from Irresistible, the guy that was married to Monica Luigi. Oh, Irreversible, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Who, 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 what was his name? Um, uh, it's, uh, I forget. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, right? yeah, I know that guy. He, yeah, yeah. He was in that. Vince Cassell. Vince Cassell. Yeah, Vince Cassell. He, he just got so cast good. in a Tekken 8 so game. So. A what? A what? Uh, he, he's, he's now voicing a character in Tekken 8. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I yeah, thought he yeah. was in the live action movie. I was like, oh, no, why, why would he do that? No, yeah, he's, um, he's playing Victor Chevalier, the most French name in the world. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, 
yeah, he this this writer director has done like a bunch of movies that are just so fucking great. And I think uh, I don't know what we got to this thing, but uh, he made a movie called Read My Lips, which is about a deaf girl who falls in love with Vincent Cassell, who's like an ex convict, mm-hmm. and they love each other, and they, it's like a weird abusive relationship. But like he's an ex con and like an actual an actual con man, and he gets he gets her to read somebody's lips. Uh, so he could pull a heist and open up a safe ah. and stuff, and it's really good. And then there's another one called "The Beat My, That My Heart Skipped," which is great, and uh, it, they're all great, dude. Ah. This guy's this guy Jacques Audiard is yeah. the director. He's he, oh. he he fucking drinks bangers, dude. Oh, mm. Banger, you yeah dude. bangers. Oh, well, all right. Well, I guess in the context of Breaking Bad, though, we it was a consider, banger. Which would, would banger. you consider it a banger, Ricardo? Soft I banger. Would, I would, but I would put this in the same category as um, The Wire. Mm. Where oh, it's like, it, where it's like they become like these great shows, but I don't think the pilot's that great. Like, I that's think so the interesting. Pilot's not, not that that's great so either. interesting because I the watched Wire, The Wire's my favorite show of all time. But that's I find that interesting because I watch the the pilot of The Wire and I go, I can see where it's going to build, but I don't see it yet. I just if but I keep that's watching how I this one, yeah, yeah, but exactly. but, for, but for Breaking Bad, the the first when I saw the pilot, I was like, "This is outstanding off the bat. I love this right away." And I think this this is a, this could stand on its own almost. Yeah, and uh, that's how I felt. I find that interesting. That, oh, the that, beauty yeah. of opinions and points of view. Yeah, it's I fascinating. It. Yeah, it it's is fascinating. fascinating how you guys really approach this. Yeah, I'm with Marvin too. I think this is a pretty great pilot. It's so funny because then you see the yeah, pilot for it. for um break uh, uh better call Saul and that isn't a great pilot actually that's like just okay it's and that kind of builds like the way the wife, wire does my yeah. wife was watching it and I uh-huh. kind of I caught the pilot when she when it first aired mm-hmm. and I'm like oh this show sucks I'm gonna watch it <laughs> yeah, yeah to yeah. be honest I saw the pilot for better call Saul and I was like okay well they're doing it it's probably gonna be fine and you just keep watching it. And it just builds and builds and builds. And you're like, at the end, they're like, they have built a castle out of these parts. And it's amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I right. watch that show. I think I actually like it. I'm The more I think about it, the think the more I, I think I'm. I, I like love the ending to Better Breaking. Call Saul so much. I think I like Better it's Call so Saul good. better than Breaking Bad. Just a little bit better. It's, can, which is can crazy. I, can I ask you? A question about a movie that has nothing to do with this, but I just want oh, to go for it. Go for it. Go, go for it. Go for it. What do you guys? You know that that Christmas movie that that like everyone loves. Uh, it's like a, you mean Love like, Actually? Yes. What oh, do you guys okay. think? Oh, I thought you were today? about to say uh, well, it's, it's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, I knew actually, Love Actually. Actually, actually yeah. I, don't, I don't like that movie either. <laughs> I I think it's fine. I'm a little like sick it. of it, but I think yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, Love Actually. I have people in my family that it's their favorite movie of all time. And they watch it every year. And really, I don't like, I don't like Love. Yeah, actually. my older sister yeah. is obsessed with Love. Actually, she loves it. Um, so we watch it every year together. Oh, okay. But um, I, just, I, I would just, I was asking because I noticed that, like, I, I just this is a good barometer for it's me. A to measuring like, stick oh, for you, yeah. It's a good measuring <laughs> stick. Really? Because this the the guy who did uh, Love Actually did a movie like after called About Time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's my favorite movie. Like it could be in my favorite movie of like my top twenty of all time. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, and, I enjoyed pe- Love Actually. I, and, I don't think it's a bad movie. Yeah, and people will be like, oh, I fucking hated it about time, but I love about I love Actually. 
That's so if I mean Love Actually, I mean I think it's a pretty solid movie. I, I oh, like it. To so. be fair, I don't like Christmas movies. Oh. I, well, I hate, it's a movie I hate that watch, takes I hate place during Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, but but everyone it's so much more equates though. it to Christmas. But I get it's it. So much more. I just don't like it. Is it so much more? <laughs> yeah, no, it is. is. No, it is. Yes. Okay, my favorite is uh, the the one with uh, Professor Snape and. Um, I mean, that's just that. Oh, Alan che- Rickman. Yeah, he and just. So th- that no, plot is he cheats. No, 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 Marvin. There's so Wait, much. Are you talking more. about the good Christmas movie Die Hard? Is it Professor Snape? Is it Alan Rickman? And, that- is it yes. Emma, Emma Thompson? Yes, Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson. Okay, so they're my favorite part. Like the favorite uh, little, what do you call Like little stories. Um, Little, vignettes, yeah, vignettes. They're my favorite vignette in Love Actually because, my, yeah, I just I can relate to her so much. Emma Thompson's character. Here's my here's my here's my thing about movies that use vignettes. If the vignettes themselves wouldn't be interesting as a short film, I don't think it's a good series of vignettes. I this think is, the, I think these do have interesting. I vignettes. personally don't think they would make very. Some good are short more movies. interesting than others, but. So, for example, yeah. my favorite actual legit favorite film of all time is Tampopo, which is a Japanese movie about a woman who wants to run a ramen store. And half the movie is vignettes. But I think yeah. to me, those vignettes are like really great short films on their own. And they work really well by themselves. And uh, you know uh, what? I haven't seen this movie. Is it? Is it kind of like a slacker? No, no. It's it's very like kind of like because I love slacker. It's like funny and like kind of corny and like jokey and like weird mm. things happen. Uh, it's by Juzo Itami. Uh, it's so far of the movies I've seen by Juzo Itami, the only movie I like of his because his biggest film in Japan was the Taxing Woman series, uh, which is about like basically a a, a woman who's like a, a tax. IRS person, an auditor for, for the Japanese. And it's like just her adventures, essentially. Uh, and I, I, when I saw the first Taxing Woman movie, I was like, this movie is sucky. I don't like this at all. Uh, cause, but I like Tampopo quite a bit. Um, and to me, the thing I love about Tampopo is that like every little section is not only wonderful on its own, but when you weave them together, it puts, it takes you on an emotional roller coaster that emotionally all connects. Uh, even though they don't feel connected, huh. like, the, like in terms of plot, in, in fact, in terms of plot, a lot of them don't connect. But emotionally and thematically, they connect really well, and uh, I always like that. Hmm. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think Love it's Actually is a solid movie. I mean, I it's better I think, than. I mean, I agree with you. I think Tampapo is better in that. I don't way, think Love Actually is terrible. I Love say. Actually uh, is not like offensive. <laughs> no, but I don't think I could watch it every uh, very year. Close. Yeah, I, if, I, if I never watch it again for the rest of my life. I, I would be perfectly fine. I mean, I only watch it. I've never even seen Love Actually. My, Good, my dude. You know what? Members are you know what? Obsessed, so. You're the best of all of us, dude. Your <laughs> your soul is pure, dude. Like the like the yeah, famous yeah, scene uh, where actually. the guy is like in love with the guy the with uh oh Kira Knightley's so. Kira Knightley and like oh, goes that, up that's to her a store. shitty vignette though. That but one's not like, even that good. But that's the most famous of the vignettes yeah. out of Love Actually. People to the point do that where all it was time in real life. They're like, oh, I love you, and I'm like, this is actually awful. I don't like this. Look at my cute. <laughs> I don't so like stupid. this. I don't yeah. like this at all. That uh, was corny. Um, but that's that's one of the that's 
the, the defining but story the from Love Actually. But other vignettes are good, like the you one know, with Emma Thompson. So. You know who needs to make a Christmas movie? And The Office Girl, too. John Woo. One. Oh, wait a minute. Is there, he did make it. It's coming out this year. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. I need to watch the trailer for that. <laughs> it looks amazing, dude. Is it, it's called Silent Night, right? Yeah. Okay. Is it is it with with a is it a fucking um Chow Yun Fat? Yeah, is it a tequila no. movie? Okay, no, it's okay. Uh, it's it's with um the guy that was in the RoboCop remake. Oh, okay, all right, he's fine. Yeah, um, but he doesn't talk the whole movie. That's what's called. That's good. Movie. It's good. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> oh no, the RoboCop excelled when he stopped talking. He <laughs> is going to let the guns do the talking. If you excellent, know I mean. excellent. I would love so it to be like Dread. <laughs> Hopefully, dude. But Dread talked a lot, actually. Yeah. And he, it's just that you didn't see his eyes. So, yeah. like, you uh, couldn't tell where he was looking. <laughs> when he took him <laughs> off the cross side, that's like, Dread <laughs> talked less than Stallone Judge Dread. Yes. Well, yeah, but well, Stallone Judge Dread had many other issues. <laughs> yeah. I falsified. I am the law. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. I love to hate watch uh, the old Judge Dredd. I I do. I it's one of my like favorite bad watches. Yeah, uh, yeah. W- like when he shows up, he goes, "I am the law. Yeah, Ted, stop shooting, or I will shoot you." <laughs> and and then just, they make fun of him in the same movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. like the movie kind of knows it's bad, but refuses to follow up on it. Probably because Sylvester Stallone refused to to not take it seriously or to yeah like. Yeah, have fun. He was yeah. having fun, dude. Another fucking Aaron Paul moment, dude. You gotta loosen up, baby. You gotta loosen up, baby. Loosen um, up. Uh, but we loosen up some shoulders. We, we can wrap it up. This is let's a, wrap it up, dude. That was I'm sort of, of talking. Yeah, so much we talking today. <laughs> we we talked about Breaking Bad and many other things this yeah, episode dude. of Would You Stay Tuned? Uh, if you want to see other stuff we do, you can head on over to FugitiveFrames.com. We have links to all the stuff we do, including. You'll be Star Trek, which is maybe where you came from. But if you didn't, congratulations, uh, you can go there. Yeah, check out. Uh, If you like Star Trek, if you don't, don't go there. Actually, I was about to say, we're actually getting a ton of comments these days on our YouTube where people go, I don't really like Star Trek. Racial names? (laughs) Well, that's been since day one. We're getting a lot of racial slurs. (laughs) We've we've been had racial slurs since day one. Uh, Oh, yeah. Especially when the funniest is when they don't know that we're all not white and they just call us white slurs. Uh, so that's oh extra really fun. yes yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, like, you white people yeah. are so offensive yeah, yeah you say dude a lot my man um, <laughs> so that I, I find that the funniest <laughs> you surfer bastard uh, but you then white <laughs> surfer bastard <laughs> but one no, of my favorite comment is if you don't like it don't watch <laughs> <laughs> but i that's think uh, it comes up every so often uh, one of the guys same the, guy, some, same guy? No, or, uh, somebody, another comment. It, it, our other podcast, by the way, is called have, Newbie Star Trek. We have to cut this out. <laughs> it's called Newbie Star Trek, by the way. And we get a lot of feedback about people who are like, well, how did you not know that? Come on. Constructive criticism, dude. Come on. It's called Newbie Star Trek. <laughs> well, Newbie what I was, was going to say is that one of my favorite comments we're getting now is that people go, the algorithm keeps showing me your thing. I don't watch Star Trek, but it kept showing me. So I started watching Star Trek or started watching your podcast. I was like, oh, this is funny. Now I want to watch Star Trek. So I, I'm kind that's of, funny. that's kind of nice. what I secretly hoped for the whole time is that we start drawing I in people. I have enough comments like that. I need to find those. They're like they're also newbies and we're making them start their own newbie <laughs> Dan, journey. Dan's like, <laughs> I've only seen the racist ones. <laughs> I mean, yeah. to be fair, that those are very common. It's hard to miss them sometimes. Uh, well, if, but you yeah. put up, if you put up content pertaining to race. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, that's all. <laughs> you, you can just go to fugitiveframes.com. It'll have links to all of that. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll be back one day with another episode. Would you stay tuned? We know we don't know yet because we just record these whenever. So yeah, you stay tuned until then. You stay tuned if you would. Back. Would you stay tuned until next episode? Don't answer that. <laughs> don't Leave us dare. a review. Leave us a review, though. Yeah, don't, don't leave us a review. Don't. I say don't because then it's reverse <laughs> psychology. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. If you leave us a review, we'll kill you. For every review you leave, (laughs) we we will kill kill you. you. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.